got to be up front. Gotta be so close to trust. It's got to be up front. Gotta be so close to touch. It's got to be up front. Be so close to trust. It's got to be up front. Got to be so close to trust. It's got to be up front. Hi, I'm Sadwater, and this is Sadcast episode 66. I think 66. It's really 67 because of that one episode I didn't number. But it's 66 because nothing matters, right? Nothing matters anymore. That's what I've been learning this past week, but really these past couple of years. Nothing matters. The more you start paying attention to art and movies and music and architecture and... and, uh, and uh, even even gender, like this book I'm reading, The Madness of Crowds, Gender, Race, and Identity by Douglas Murray, who's gay. Uh, you start to realize, oh, and holidays, nothing matters anymore. I almost got banned on Sadwater. My Sadwater account almost got banned yesterday. And the reason it got almost got banned yesterday was because I made a funny. And you're not allowed to make a funny anymore. You're not allowed. You're not allowed because uh, I think comedy really now is about how um, you're only if you're a woman, you get up and you do a one man show. You can't say that anymore. A one woman show about how you got raped. And then Netflix will say, hey, that's a comedy. And here's your comedy special. And and we're going to praise you forever because it's genius and it is earth-shatteringly amazing and uh it had no jokes in it so it's amazing but if you're funny nowadays that is bad (laughs) you can't do that um but yeah as i was saying nothing is sacred anymore they want to they want to basically ruin everything and my 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 instagram yesterday was uh because yesterday in California and in some other states, and watch, guarantee you in the next 10 years, it's going to be in all 50 states. There won't be any more Columbus Day. It's not going to, within the next 10 years, no more Columbus Day. Uh, I didn't really grow up being a fan of that holiday or C- Christopher Columbus. I'm not quite sure what the official story is now because whatever they taught you when you were younger isn't the story anymore. So now I really don't know what to believe anymore. But uh, because you're supposed to hate him, I love him, and he's the greatest founding father of all time, even though he's not a founding father. Today, he's a founding father. From now on, this day forward, he is. But in, in the next 10 years, there won't be any more Columbus Day. Not going to be a thing because of Indigenous Peoples Day, which, uh, where is that? Where where did I put that thing? Oh, okay, there it is. I have a lot of notes for this episode. Is my microphone sucking? I have a lot of notes for this episode. So I almost got banned from Instagram yesterday because i posted this and then i posted it again so let me read it to you 
I said, sad fact, this isn't the real thing because the losers of history don't get rewarded with a holiday. And then it's a picture of Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, I didn't say anything false there. I showed it to some people in my gym today and they said I'm a racist. <laughs> and I tried to t- I tried to explain to them context. I mean, how is this racist? Also, it's true. The losers, I mean, you don't see any Nazis writing history books. I mean, maybe now you will because of because everyone's a Nazi and uh, Trump won. So I guess uh, I guess maybe that just proved me wrong. But you won't see any Native Americans writing history books. Hence, Indigenous Peoples Day is bullshit. But they're going to be pushing this more and more like they did with the gay pride stuff. And uh, I almost got banned because I posted that and uh, they they deleted it. It was getting a lot of, like, I think uh, by the time it got deleted, it was definitely over 1,000 likes. Definitely over 200 people sent it to other people. Uh, it was in under an hour they deleted it. So that so it got deleted. And uh, I'm, a, I'm on a kamikaze mission. I don't care anymore about Instagram. I think it's uh, lamer than any of the... It's, it's, it's as shitty as Facebook and uh, shittier than Twitter for sure. So I posted it again, and I covered Indigenous Peoples Day, and I just put, it's okay to be white, because, I don't know. And then I posted other screenshots, so I covered Indigenous, and I put Gay Peoples Day, or Trans Peoples Day, or whatever. And uh, that got deleted really quickly. And, uh, yeah, but nothing is sacred anymore. I'm going to go, I'm going to go over some other things later on in this podcast, that have been going on in the past week. I'm not going to cite a hundred different ways where they're attacking traditional things. I, I've gone over those in the past, and I'm definitely going to go over more of that in the future because it's a pattern. You see it every week. Whenever there's something that we celebrate, there's going to be people, people who are anti it. Next month is Thanksgiving, and it's been the tradition of the past five to ten years where we all have to hate Thanksgiving now. Because we colon- colonizers are bad and evil. If you're white, you're co- bad and evil. And um, if you lost history, you're you're good. <laughs> this isn't the Native American land anymore. I'm sorry. They lost. Sorry. I mean, I'm not. I guess where sorry, not sorry comes from because you realize you're actually not sorry. And then you say sorry, not sorry. And then you just sound like an idiot. Um, the comments. I screenshotted some comments from that post yesterday. I really like it. Are you guys freaking kidding? Natives were here before white people were. I've never heard that take. That's a pretty hot take. I've never heard that before. I like that. My response was, they lost. Sorry. Next comment. Fucking racist. And then my response was, ha, 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 (laughs) ha. I think that's the problem with conservatives is that they play they play by the rules set by the liberals. So like if someone calls a conservative a racist, they go, no, I'm not, I'm not a racist. I'm friends with, uh, this black person over there. And I know this, uh, gay person over there, even though that has nothing to do with race, that gay, uh, black person over there. That means I'm definitely, I don't hate gay people or anything. I'm, I'm friends with them. You already lost because you defended yourself. The only response is to laugh because all of their, all of their attacks are flimsy. There's nothing backing it. 
So this person wrote fucking racist. I just laughed. I thought it was funny. Because I'm not. I mean, maybe I am towards the Chinese. I'll get to them later in the podcast. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Don't ever, don't ever apologize for your beliefs. I mean, it's just so stupid. Uh, next comment was, I feel like you are what Trump would be if he was actually racist and dumb. So... I guess I was called worse than Trump. At least he didn't call me a Nazi. I said, holy shit, ha, 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 because I think it's funny. And I don't even know what if he was serious or not. Either way, I thought it was funny. And the last comment I screenshotted for that post on Instagram that I almost got banned for and don't care is uh, someone wrote, oh, okay, it's one of the other persons from before. So by lost, you mean killed hundreds of elders and children to steal our land? Oh, I'm guessing he's a Native American. I wrote back our land now because it's true. Um, by the way, the natives were, were killing each other way, 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 way before the colonizers came. Uh, there was thousands of different kinds of tribes. You think they were living in harmony? They were killing each other. And most of what killed them was diseases brought by us that they weren't Im- uh, immune to. There wasn't, I mean... We weren't just, we didn't get over here and just start killing everyone. It wasn't a thing. But the main thing of this podcast that I want to talk about is that the media is the enemy of the people. That's nothing new. You hear that, you hear about that a lot now. And even from people on the left, they think uh, Fox News is the enemy of the people. Um, The one way you can destroy that right away is that Fox doesn't pretend to be anything uh, other than what they are. They're right wing. They've never pretended like, sure, one of their slogans is fair and balanced, but, I mean, it's it's a slogan. Other than that, they really don't pretend like they are anything but right-leaning. right-leaning. But if you actually watch Fox, they have a lot of, they have different kinds of people. They have a bunch of libertarians, they have a bunch of lefties, they have a bunch of right-wingers. Uh, typically, people who hate on Fox have never seen it. I have my own problems with them. Like, uh, they're pretty PC. Uh, they, they... Like you can't go up on in Fox News and say retard. They just don't, <laughs> they don't let you say retard. I would get fired within a day from Fox News. I would get fired right away because I would say retard or fag. And you know what? I used to have I used to be such a nice boy. That's what my mom would say. I used to be such a nice boy. I would I wouldn't say those words. But if you tell me I can't say something, I won't say it. I mean, no, I will say it. I'll double down and I will say it. The one I don't have the balls to say is the N-word. Uh, what I realized is Gen Z, they, they kind of just say it because they don't know, they don't have the same context of what that means, you know? But um, if you guys give me an N-word pass, I'll, I'll start saying it for however many passes I have. But you have to prove to me you're black. You can't just, you know, you can't throw me under the bus and and be white all along. You just can't do that. But, um, yeah, the media is the enemy of the people. So yesterday I woke up to some tweets that uh, I'm not shocked with this anymore. But I woke up to a tweet of this guy. He goes by Polish Patriot TM. He wrote, wow, ABC is trying to pass gun range videos as combat footage from Syria. So... The footage, and I'm not going to do the thing where I'm going to put my microphone and you can hear it. It's just gunshots. But the the a- ABC News two nights ago and then yesterday morning, 
they showed footage like of, of explosions and, and rapid gunfire and uh, with the headline that says slaughter in Syria. Because, you know, we're, you know, because Trump is against all these wars. Now we're supposed to be for these wars. We don't have our own opinions anymore. Uh, the left used to be super anti-war, but they hate Trump so much that, 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 you know, if Trump wants to get out of wars, he's bad. Orange man bad. So uh, I woke up to that video yesterday in that headline. And later in the in the day, ABC apologized, and it's only because they got caught. They knew exactly what they were doing. It's ABC. They have researchers. They have, I mean, they have everything at their disposal. But I woke up to that yesterday, and I, I woke up to outrage by the media of uh, of a video that memers made, basically, where they put Trump's head on the. Okay, basically, it's it's Trump's head. It's 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 footage from this movie called Kingsman. And it's towards the end of the movie when the main actor, I think Colin Firth or whatever, he goes into a church, everyone's zombified, and he starts killing everyone because they're rabid and they're attacking him and whatever. So this this meme video, they put uh, Trump's face over his, and then they put uh, CNN, Black Lives Matter, MSNBC, anyone who hates Trump, they put them over the people Colin Firth was shooting. And everyone was outraged. And that's how you know everything is bullshit. Not only are they trying to actually report fake news with the slaughter in Syria because we need to go into, we need to put our troops in Syria. It's so easy for these people, by the way, who've never been in combat to be for war and never will. And we'll never let their kids join the military. It's so easy to be for the war, especially because it's all the way there. We're fighting on brown people's land, not in America. So it's easy. So I, I reposted that video from ABC, and it kind of did pretty well for my feed. Got over 1,400 likes, 500 and something retweets, whatever, which is pretty good for me. Pre- pretty good. Whatever. So I said, but let's all be outraged about a meme video from the Kingsman movie the Trump team repurposed. At that time, I thought Trump released that video. They didn't even release that video, but everyone was... uh. Outrage because memes cause violence. Violence doesn't cause violence. Memes do. Um, a clip from a movie that was totally fine when it came out five years ago. And no one had a problem with it. got good reviews. Uh, all of a sudden, you put Trump's face on it and his enemies over the faces of the people that are being killed in that movie. And then all of a sudden, it's a problem and everyone's freaking out. But it's manufactured freakouts. And the only reason I'm talking about it is because it's it's... It's uh, an example of fake news that happened yesterday. But no one's really outraged about these things. Uh, it's, it's, it's the media. You know, if, if you ask any person on the street, you know, what they think about it, they're not going to know what you're talking about. It's people within the media that perpetuate these stupid stories. And uh, that's it. But, um, so... Yesterday, yesterday, Mike Cernovich yesterday, and the, it, he he tweeted about the the meme video, and he said today in the news he said it better than I did. A lot of people are more eloquent than I am. I'm not very eloquent. He said uh, ABC was caught faking a Syrian attack on the Kurds yesterday. CNN was caught admitting they didn't uh they don't think Black Lives Matter. I'll go into that in a second. And then LeBron James stood up for China. I'll go that in a second. And then he goes on to say about the 
but 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 the the outrage was about the meme video and then uh yeah so that footage was from a nighttime machine gun demonstration in Kentucky 2 years ago and they had the balls to use i mean that's the thing like they have the balls to fool us with that or to try to that that you know what i talk shit i i talk i talk a lot of shit about the internet and I mean, honestly, I think we'd be better off without it. There's a lot of good that comes from it and a lot of conveniences. Like you could just buy whatever you want from Amazon and it gets there in the next day. Uh, you get to hear really cool people like Joe Rogan and myself. <laughs> and those are the only two people. Um, But it, and then you can have really cool people who are like detectives and, and will debunk these things right away. I mean, imagine what they used to get away with. Imagine what the media used to get away with before the internet or when the internet wasn't so sophisticated as it is today. But on the other hand, I think it's making us sad and lonely and uh, it's dividing us way more than than we used to be, which is another thing I want to talk about. There's actually a lot of things I want to talk about. It's a, I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised how much has happened in the past week and uh, it's because I was thorough going back into what I was tweeting about. And it's, it, I mean, a lot of what I want to talk about, it feels like it happened months ago. It, but it was within the past week. It's just crazy. Um, so let me go into more of why the media is the enemy of the people. Uh, Project Veritas yesterday... I mean, none of this is surprising, but it per- basically Project Veritas, they, they, they get undercover footage from, from many things. And yesterday they got one from someone who works at CNN and he recorded the 9 a.m. phone calls. Everything there is top down. Like good media, good media is you let your people re- report whatever they want to report. It shouldn't be top down. But basically Jeff Zucker, who's the head of CNN, he basically and this was caught on camera, was saying that we need to keep hammering the people for because they're getting high ratings about impeachment. And it, the only story that he cares about is impeachment, impeachment, impeachment. And this was caught on tape. And the sad thing is, is nothing will change. But that's another example. Um... Yeah, you 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 got. I'm not gonna go talk about. Pro, it's boring. I'm not gonna go talk about it. But Google Project Veritas CNN, um, and uh, nothing's gonna change. The only thing that's gonna change is 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 these media companies are gonna slowly die. They would have already been dead. They would have already been dead. But but Trump won, and uh, they the reason why they keep reporting on him is because that's how they make their money. Without Trump, they're dead. So. Because they, no one watches it. No one watches any of that anymore. No one trusts it, especially after they keep lying to people about the impeachment shit. But um, <laughs> this is crazy. But another example of the media being the enemy of the people, and this is, again, just from yes, two days ago. No, yesterday. This is from yesterday. This already feels like it's two days ago. But Forbes tweeted, and they wrote an article yesterday, encouraging women to vacation alone in Pakistan and visit Taliban territory. Why are they doing this? It's like they want to kill women and children. 
We'll get to that in a second, too. But they want to kill everyone. They, I mean, they, <laughs> they, um, if, if you, you'll notice patterns, like they, 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 they tell women not to have babies. They're, they're happier if they don't have babies. They tell them to travel. And this is, this is not the only instance of this. There's there once in a while you'll see articles like this. They they want women to travel and backpack in the most dangerous countries. And a lot of the times people who are advocates of that and they go do it to prove people like me wrong, they get killed. So uh you know, I don't want to be proven right about those things, but there you go. So why Pakistan should be on every solo females solo female traveler's bucket list. And there's no good reason. I went to Alaska last night. Go there. You're going to find the nicest people. But uh they want you to travel in the Middle East. They want you to uh they want you to die. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean like I really don't know are they that woke that they Right? Do they really believe these things? I don't think they really believe these things. And uh, the next thing from yesterday. No, this is from... Yeah, this is from yesterday. I was going to be like, no, this is from today. This is from yesterday. GQ magazine says, new masculinity is men wearing earrings, giant sleeping bag dresses, and crying. The, the cover of the new GQ, which I don't know if you guys remember this, but, but GQ stands for Gentleman's Quarterly. And it doesn't stand for that anymore. You want to make money? You want a good money-making idea? Make a new magazine. Make make a new publication of real, uh, a real man's magazine. The top ten best ways to chop down trees for winter. I mean, there, you, boom, there. That's a that's a thing. <laughs> uh, what's the best gun you should buy for home defense? Uh, uh, what should you tell your? Should you? <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna be like. Uh, uh, best compliments females like to hear that that you know what I mean like uh, um, catcalling why it's good I just wrote the issue for this quarter I just did that in two seconds <laughs> but but they um, they want to just this is a uh, not only that but this is another way that they're destroying certain tradition um, when nothing when you take away the meaning of something it, it it's 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 just it's just uh it's it's there's nothing to it after that there's it's it, it, it it's meaningless that they want to make everything meaningless they they don't want anything to have meaning they want everyone to be the same they they want things to be homogenized but at at the same time they want to um divide us they're you know through divide and conquer i'm going to read you a thread of of a of a so, uh, one of the writers at breitbart wrote today about nationalism it's pretty good and um and there's a reason why they're doing this they want to divide everyone and they want to pit us against each other but before that they need to make us defenseless when they take away the meaning of everything and no one is standing up to it that's how they win um if they if they can convince you that a man is a uh, a woman is a man and she's beautiful and you say she and if they can convince you that a really obese lady is beautiful, they can convince you of anything. And that's what they're doing. If you really pay attention to patterns, if you really pay attention to the media, 
if you really pay attention to what you're allowed to say and what you're not allowed to say, you'll start noticing. But the, the, you know, again, this is only audio. When it's video, I'll show you guys things. But Google the, the new cover of GQ magazine with Pharrell, who is wearing a dress that looks like a sleeping bag. And then the ne- one of the next pictures is of him crying. Because men are supposed to cry. I think, like anything, yeah, of course men cry, but don't don't show people. <laughs> don't show people. And don't talk to people about your feelings or your mental health issues the, the, that you don't have, that you think you have, because everyone has, they want, that's what they want their future to be. They want everyone to have mental health issues. They want you to be defenseless. They don't want you to stand up for yourself. They want you to be passive. Uh, they don't want you to be men. If you're a man, they don't want you to be a man. Because then they create fake terms like toxic masculinity. And they conflate that with rapists. <laughs> uh, they, you know, you, you catcalling and rape is the same thing in their world. Catcall more. That's how you fight back. You should catcall. <laughs> one of my one of my animalistic urges is to catcall. Don't know why, but it's in there, and it's not because of toxic masculinity. It's because you uh, you're appreciating a hot girl, and you need to tell her. To keep it up and not get fat. <laughs> you, need to, you need to encourage pretty. We need to encourage more people to be pretty. If you're born ugly, there's things you could do. Besides surgery. If you dress well, that adds some points. If you work out, that adds points. If, uh, But if you, you know you, if you give up and you become fat and you dress slubby, you know, you get uglier. There's ways to make yourself prettier. And that goes for you too, men. Stop being fat. Stop wearing flip-flops. And uh, you can get nice-looking sweatpants. So I don't want to hear that excuse of you want to be comfortable. But um, Pharrell's cover of GQ's new... It's a masculinity issue. It's called the new masculinity issue. It's an exploration of uh, identity, culture, and style in 2019. I mean, style used to be, fashion used to be pretty, but because it always has to be updated, it has to get weirder and weirder and crazier and crazier. Uh, kind of like what art is doing right now. Art is uh, has to one-up each other on how crude and disgusting and, and vile it is. That's what modern art is. Someone wrote in my Periscope, some people like fat people. I don't like these anecdotal responses. They're dumb. They are absolutely dumb. Uh, you're you're talking about an anomaly, and I'm not going to change my opinion based on an anomaly. Oh, okay, okay. They wrote back, especially if you're stuck on a boat. Well, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. Your taste changes. Uh, yeah, survival. Your t- taste changes under the circumstances. But we live in America, and, it, and women here are bountiful. Except in Alaska, it's five to one there. I think five females, five men to one female, or eight to one. I can't remember, but it's something crazy like that. Um, I want to read a quote. According to the GQ, uh, 
according to GQ editor-in-chief Will Welch, the issue is an exploration of the ways that traditional notions, that's a key word, traditional, they want, they, they are attacking traditionalism and uh, dissecting it until it means n- nothing anymore. An exploration of the ways that traditional notions of masculinity are being challenged, shifted, and overturned as part of masculinity's shut up and listen movement. They also want to shut you up. If you speak out ag- uh, 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 against this, they that you are the worst thing they can think of, which is, I guess, a Nazi. Um, in a pervasive culture of sexual intimidation and violence and blatant gender inequality. I'm getting, I'm really, I mean, like climate change, I'm getting sick of these buzzwords. I'm getting, I'm so sick of inequality. There is no such thing as quality. There's no such thing as equality. It doesn't exist in nature. It's not a thing. You, um, watch Animal Planet. Just, just watch Animal Planet. Uh, because it doesn't exist. And neither do fat animals. Uh, actually, some fat animals do, like walruses, but but they're supposed to be fat and lazy. Chimps. There's no fat chimp. How about that? I just mentioned chimps because this is uh, bears. Bears are bears are strong though. And your cat. Someone said my cat is fat. Cats aren't real. Neither are dogs. Those are inventions of humans. And cats hate us. They're not pets either. Let them go outside and they're not going to be fat. Let them go outside. Don't put up missing cat things because uh, your cat is finally free. The only animals that need us are dogs because they're, they're abominations invented by humans, which I love. I love dogs, but they are abominations. They don't exist in nature. They're not, they're not real either. <laughs> I, I like saying that. I'm going to just say that they're not real from now on. And people are like, what do you mean? There's a dog right there. That You're saying that's not real. I'm going to be like, no, it's not real. You get to invent shit. I'm going invent to sh- invent shit. You're going to get to, you get to say uh, gender inequality like it's a real thing. And I'm going to be like, shut your mouth. The dog's not real. Uh, this GQ cover celebrates a feminization of men. Oh, actually, I agree with it. I was, I was reading that as if I don't agree with it. Uh, actually, someone who I follow on Insta- uh, on Twitter, and he follows me back, and I'm going to meet up with him in Nashville next week. This uh, guy, Robbie Starbuck, go follow him. Said this GQ this GQ cover celebrates a feminiz- feminization of men, not masculinity. Real masculinity is the desire and ability to protect, the desire to lead, strength and emotional fortitude. Masculinity is not uh, the sh- chauvinistic BS media perpe- uh, perpetuates, and nor is it. Nor is this cover. Men don't go to war in a dress. And I agree with him. And we're done talking about GQ. But go back uh, 15 minutes or 10 minutes in this podcast. Make your own man magazine. Call it that. Man magazine. And uh, I gave you like four ideas for your first articles. Go do it. Buy manmagazine.com. I just gave you a billion dollar business. Why do you think Barstool Sports is popular? It's very broy. It's not my type of humor or anything, but it's popular because there's a need for these sorts of things. And you have GQ and and all of these uh, woke companies that are are dismantling what they were built on, like Playboy. Playboy is irrelevant because porn on the internet is running rampant. 
but the soul of Playboy was it was a man's magazine. It was it was like how to be cool. And uh now the way to be cool is tell everyone your feelings, go on antidepressants, act like a child, wear Star Wars t-shirt, wear flip-flops and um go watch chick flicks not ironically and cry. And uh also you have to be bisexual. If you're straight then that's hate. That's a hate crime. You can't do that. The modern man is not straight. The modern man is gay. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is I think that the gay movement hates themselves secretly because they want everyone to become gay. And who do you think makes gay people straight people? So if everyone was gay and no one was having babies, uh, basically they want humanity to go down with them, I think. I, I, honestly, I, I, I don't know if I believe that. Um, no, I'm not high, Mr. Person on um, Periscope. High, highness is um, degeneracy. Weed is degeneracy. Weed is illegal in my head. It's not allowed here. Um, did I talk about China? <laughs> did I talk about how China take over took took over the nba and how again national identity doesn't matter anymore people hate trump so much that they um they now just admit it that they hate this country i honestly suspect that the past 10 years or so people have been maybe even more maybe since a little bit right after 911 because when 911 happened you forget but people were pretty um the country was pretty strong for a little bit. And then we went into stupid wars in Iraq, and then there was division. I get it. But um, it's been ramping up recently in the past 10 years or so, and um, the hatred of America is astonishing. It is it is absolutely gone insane, where the NBA will throw everyone within the organization under the bus if they are for the Hong Kong protests. Which, if you pay attention to the Hong Kong protests, uh, a lot of them hold up American flags. A lot of them are fans of Pepe the Frog. And um, according to the media, a lot of them are white nationalists, even though they're all Asian. <laughs> um, but they um, are in the racists, obviously. But the the, the NBA has a, has a huge stake in being... Um, friendly with China to the point where they'll throw out their their beliefs and uh, a lot of it's funny because a lot of the coaches and players in the NBA like in the NFL they have very strong political opinions and uh, they hate Trump and they hate guns and they hate the second amendment they hate free speech they hate all these things um, which is why I guess they 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 found friendship with uh, China because so does China. China hates those things too. Oh, I'm I'm reading the comment on uh, Periscope, but um, basically, let me just delete some of this in my notes. I don't really have notes. I just have links to things. So let me erase some of these. Okay, this is why I need, like, an assistant or something. Okay, yeah. 
on the front page of Drudge today, uh, LeBron bows to communists because LeBron James <laughs> basically last night just destroyed his credibility with half of the country and definitely all of Hong Kong. Um, he basically came out and said, well, actually, let's let's listen to what he said. Yeah, be careful of what we tweet and say. I mean, of course we have freedom of speech, but be careful because um, you can offend China. And all of my shoes are made in China by uh, slaves. So so we don't want to ruin my business. Imagine if someone like him said, you know what? Fuck China. Fuck, uh, fuck their rules. And I'm going to take my business and bring it here into the United States. My shoes will cost a little bit more. Because they're made by Americans. But, uh, yeah, they don't want you to feel connected to your country. And this is an example. They want you to not only not feel connected to your country, but pretend like it doesn't matter. Like, nationalism doesn't matter, and globalization is good, and its national identity doesn't matter. And I'll, go, I'll get into the threat of nationalism in a second, and, and it does matter. Because the nationalism is the only way to beat identity politics. My guest last week, Raka Raka Ali, very smart, very eloquent, very passionate. I, I just don't agree with him on a lot of things. The interesting thing is that the way to achieve his goals and the way to achieve the goals that you know I kind of want to happen is is kind of through the the same methods. Like we both think that the educational system is garbage. We both think that government shouldn't be involved. Uh, at all and um it would be interesting to see whose ideas went after that for for some reason we i mean we evolved to be tribal he doesn't agree with that i do i mean it's how we're it's how we're all alive today um you know in the beginning it was like little tribes that hunted together and then the way to get groups of people to do things that you never even saw was through legends and through stories which then became religion and uh, then feel people feel connected to those things and it's not just about them it's about the greater good of you know their group and there's good things about that and bad things about that but this this thing with the with china and all that is 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 it's really funny how hypocritical these people are they uh they they hate this country they, they i mean they're showing their true colors they hate this country another thing that oh and by the way i mean he's talking about how how having a different opinion within the nba and backing the protesters in hong kong how that can have negative repercussions and that how that can basically lose people like him a ton of money because they need to bow down to china they need to 
capitulate whatever beliefs they have. They need to, you know, be with China 100%, which is what communism basically is about. If you speak bad about them one bit, if you go against the government, the government in China, the the communist government in China, one bit, uh, you're done. There's a social credit system there too. If you smoke in public, that's a that's that's a um, you know mark against your your credit score. If you have enough marks against your credit score, you can't travel, you can't move, you can't get a job, you can't get a good place to live. That's what these people are for. People like LeBron James. That's what they're for. This is very dangerous because they could do whatever the fuck they want in China. But this is having negative repercussions in our country. We're supposed to uh, back freedom of speech 100%. There's no such thing as hate speech. These people say that there is such thing as hate speech. But the funny thing is, is that that they re- it really comes down to they care about their business, which I get it. But there, you need to have some sort of conviction. You need You need to believe in something. If not, then you're just an empty shell of a person that just cares about the profit. You need to care about something. And uh, it's to the point where they'll look away, um, you know, with the atrocities that happen over there. They the, the, look at capital punishment in China. It's the worst out of any anywhere in the world. That and, and from what they report, most of most of the 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 capital punishment there, which is executions, are, you know, are kind of secret. So we we probably know twenty uh, percent uh, of them. They probably released th- that number, like twenty percent of the ones that they do. Not only that, they have millions of people in concentration camps. Not only that, but they are tortured. They're never allowed out there. They have a million Muslim, um, a, mo- a million Muslims in concentration camps there, and that's what we know. And they um they harvest organs over there. You know the people in those concentration concentration camps. They're they're really, you know, being kept alive because they harvest their organs. And uh, yeah, not not good not good people to align yourself with. LeBron James. Again, this doesn't really impact my. I don't care about the NBA. This doesn't really impact my life. It's just an example of what is happening. What is happening to our culture? What is happening? What are you allowed to say? What are you not allowed to say? Um, it's usually the opposite. So if people like LeBron James are like, you know, it doesn't matter. China's our friend, blah, blah, blah. Oh, the right thing is it's the opposite of that. Uh, we need to stop looking up to celebrities for wisdom. They're all retarded. They're retarded. I mean, that's just, that's just it. Like they are the dumbest, most unimpressive people. LeBron James is famous not because of his thoughts, and not because he's a deep thinker, or he's a philosopher, or he, he he knows everything about politics, even though that's what people pay attention. They pay attention to when he speaks. We value celebrity so much in this country that we pay attention to idiots like him. Play basketball, that's it. I don't need to hear your thoughts. Same with uh, the coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, who himself was a basketball player. Uh, I don't care if you hate Trump. I don't care if you hate the Second Amendment. I don't care if you're pro-China. Uh, coach your team. Other than that, you're a dumb. Per- you're you're not impressive, and not just because I don't agree with you. I don't like hearing people that are famous that I agree with. It's surprising because usually they're lefties, but I I uh, it's a little embarrassing because you're not smart. I like to hear smart people. You're most likely not the smartest person. 
sometimes John Voigt, I mean, it's actually kind of impressive because he's like uh, 80 probably. He sometimes, uh, go look at his Twitter. He'll he'll post a video once a week or a couple times a week about why he likes the president, why he backs him or whatever. I, he's not really a guy of substance. I, I think he has balls to say it because, you know, he has nothing to lose. He's already in his 80s. Uh, and he has all the money you need, but, uh, I never really agree with him. I don't retweet him. I don't really like it or follow him or anything because again, not really like the most impressive person. I like to pay attention to smart people. Actually, I think that the guy who wrote the book I'm reading right now, I don't think he's even a righty. I think he's a gay, uh, traditional leftist, but it's a good book and I'm reading it. But we need to stop paying attention to celebrities. Another weird example of China's invasion is if you look at Hollywood, you look at the movies that are being made. Blockbuster movies don't really exist anymore unless they're Marvel. But the ones that exist outside of Marvel and superhero movies are typically produced by China. And then you get weird movies like Gemini Men, which is the Will Smith movie that kind of bombed over the weekend because it cost almost $200 million to make and it only opened with $20 million. It was one of the weirdest movies I have seen all year. Um, in, in the opening credits, it was produced by Alibaba, which is the biggest company in China. And it's like, it's like Amazon. And, uh, honestly, I wasn't expecting this movie to be good. It was going to suck. I knew it was going to suck, but, um, I've realized something. Watch movies that you thought were bad that were made in the nineties or eighties or even early two thousands. And then you realize actually some of it is pretty dope. It has cool explosions that they actually did the explosions. It wasn't CGI. Uh, it has cool action. Like, the story doesn't make sense, but it's fucking cool. Like, Face Off. Go watch that. And uh, then you get, like, really bad movies now that they're bad because they don't really take risks. So, this movie, I'm not going to go and talk about it or whatever. It's pretty boring. Like, it's it's a boring subject, but I found it very interesting that uh, you know that they hate black people. By the way, they do hate black people in uh, in China. It actually really is a racist country. The, one of their most popular comedy shows that gets like 700 million views, something crazy like that because it's a communist country. They probably don't have that much to consume. Um, they wear blackface and they make fun of black people and whatever. They genuinely don't like black people there. So it's surprising that they produce a, a movie that stars Will Smith. I guess they give a pass to people if they're celebrities, but that's not the point. Uh, in this movie, there's um, a female character who has a really short haircut because... Uh, women aren't allowed to be pretty anymore. I actually know this person personally. I, I know this person. I I mean, I haven't seen her in a few years, but I know her. Um, she left this other dude I know. She she divorced him to to marry a or date a famous a, a bigger famous person. Whatever. Besides the point. She's she's ugly in this movie. She's as plain Jane as you can be, and they made her even uglier by giving her a short haircut. And uh, I think this this movie has gone through many many rewrites and uh definitely china had a hand in it and i found it very interesting that um throughout the movie i was kind of like wait why is she even in here what is she doing in this movie and i think she's remin she's a remnant character that originally was the love interest of will smith's character but she's white and uh i think that they're so racist in china they don't want to see him this is my theory that they don't want to see a black guy dating a white girl um so she was just she just became this character that really could have been a dude and uh wasn't pretty wasn't str- like none of it was believable the t- parts where she's beating up these like these really muscular dudes none of that's believable whatever it's a stupid movie 
I'll even believe that because it's a stupid movie. But what the hell? Why was she even in there? I don't know. And uh, you watch the movie because... No, don't watch it. Just don't watch it. But but it, it does feel like China def- definitely restructured many things in it. And then it just became nothing. And then it became a blind movie. Even the bad movies... Uh, uh, 10 years, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, even the bad movies, there was some aspects of fun to them and risk uh, that that was taken into making those movies. Nowadays, it's just like the worst shit. And it's because China controls Hollywood. And this is, this is a big, big problem. Not because a stupid Will Smith movie came out and it was bad. It's a big problem when we can't, uh, we, we don't fund our own, our own movies, our own entertainment, our own content, and we let countries like China not only control the NBA, but literally control anything that they have a hand in. Um, kind of like how Twitter used to kind of be more cool about free speech on their platform. Like, they, they actually still allow porn. Like, heavy, heavy, heavy porn. But you can get banned for saying retarded. So now people are using the word redacted instead. Uh, but Twitter is one of the majority owners of Twitter is now a, is a Saudi prince and it has been for like the past five years, I think. And that's when the bannings really started to happen on Twitter. And we let these, these oppressive countries kind of control the way we start acting. It's a, it's an invasion of ideology. It's an invasion of culture. And it's something that we need to heavily push back. And, um... Don't censor yourself. Say whatever you want to say. Don't be afraid of them uh, uh, banning you or anything. I, like I said, I was, I was afraid of Sadwater's account on Instagram being banned. I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. Because I posted that thing yesterday without really even knowing that it was offensive. I, 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 like, I didn't stop and think, wait, maybe should I, should I not post? Should I post this? I, just, I was like, oh, it's Indigenous People's Day. I'm going to make fun of that. That's relevant to today. I'll make fun of that. I didn't realize that that was going to get me almost banned. Um, which brings me to my next thing. One of my tweets this week. Oh, actually. Let me give you one more example of the media. No, I'll give you, I'll give you a couple more. Um, let me get, just give you a couple more. I went through that. There's because I I saved some examples. It's all just all out of order. But another one I saw today, and this is this is um the pattern of media lately too. They um they don't want you to have babies. This is from the Guardian. This is from two days ago. You don't have to settle. The joy of living and dying alone. Data confirms more women have realized there are far worse things than dying alone, which is bad news for the patriarchy. So a good way to fight the patriarchy is by not making any baby girls and not having kids and not having a future and not having something to live for. What, pe- what, they, what these people don't tell you is that the first half of your life is completely different than the second half of your, li- your life. When you start breaking down and when you start being um, obsolete to society around you because we don't revere old people anymore which we should and we should look up to them for guidance and and wisdom but we don't uh you're gonna be nothing 
to people around you. You're not going to be hot to, pe- to to dudes. You're 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 going to be dating uglier and uglier people, and uh, and uh, and and then you're just not going to be dating anyone, and you're going to be actually fully alone in your first half of your life. It's easy to date people. You're still young. You're still uh, you're still fresh on the market, kind of. The older you get, the less valuable you become. You know how you stay valuable? You have babies. They will love you forever if you're a good parent, and they definitely need you in the beginning. Uh. And it's a software update on you. It's how you keep yourself going even after you die. Imagine everyone that came before you to to make sure you existed. And then you're like, meh, I'm not going to have kids. I read an article in The Guardian that says you don't have to settle. And it's you're happier living and dying alone. And you're fighting the patriarchy and global warming. Because uh, that's another thing they're telling you. Don't have kids because global warming. Which is fucking bullshit which I've spoken about many times. I'm not going to talk about global warming now, but it's completely bullshit. The weather is, uh, is, is influenced by the sun, not by CO2. Sorry, guys. Just it's not true. Um, so this is another way that they're attacking you. And they want, not only do they want men to not be men, they don't want women to be women. They, they don't want femininity to exist which I'll get to in a second in a tweet. They don't want um they want every like they want men and women to be the same. Someone said evidence question mark listen to this whole podcast when it's uploaded. Uh and do your own research and pay attention to patterns. Also, I'm not like Ben Shapiro or whatever. I'm not going to remember fucking 30 30 things. Go do your own research. Pay attention. Stop watching Netflix all day long. Um, and uh, yeah, so then then October 8th, NPR tweeted, when should you start talking to your kids about race, religion, and social class at six months? Ex- Who the hell are these experts? One study, in one study, infants as young as six months old showed a preference for members of their own race and against those of different races. Yeah, that just kind of proves that tribalism exists and it's real. And the way to combat it is through nationalism. I'll get to that in a second. But I said if they can't dissuade you from having kids, whether by normalizing abortion or by depicting an apocalyptic future climate change narrative, they'll start indoctrination process sooner and sooner. They hate your kids. They hate your kids. They hate you for being a man and they hate you for being a female. Um, but then I tweeted, oh, did I, 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 uh, I forgot to screenshot it. I, uh, I basically tweeted something about, I was showing pictures of, of, uh, pretty girls in the fifties and then what we consider women and beautiful now. And, uh, I, you know, for the now I posted a, a famous obese model named test holiday and people are always talking about how stunning and brave she is and then uh and then i posted a picture of a and i'm doing air quotes pretty transsexual woman it's a dude um and i got i got a lot of responses from angry people people such as uh people who 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 don't have their own picture in their profile people who go by he him Libertarian socialist, pansexual. Okay, I wrote back. I wrote 
about that person that that's the most confused person on Twitter. Um, a lot of them have cartoon pictures. And this person, Caleb, who's probably a dude, he goes by his pronoun. This is who you need to watch out for. He goes by the pronouns he, him, she, her. <laughs> You're a dude. You're a dude. Um, and then his reply to me was, society today, everyone is beautiful. And then, and then he quotes me, what a terrible time to live. If everyone is beautiful, no one is. That is the rule. If everyone is special, no one is. So, sir, so, so, Caleb, you're probably a dude. You're retarded. Um, and then I, and then, and then, um, someone, uh, <laughs> so I, I, I tweeted back at, at this person who said, uh, regarding the trans person, I said, bro, that's a dude. And then this person, I don't, I don't know. Cause it's again, it's a cartoon, um, profile picture. So I don't know who this is or whatever, but, um, Nah, fam, trans women are women. What determines if someone is a woman? Again, they are destroying what it means to be a woman. If 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 anyone can be a woman, then, you know, it doesn't, doesn't mean anything. Femininity doesn't mean any, anything. Modesty is a thing of the past. It's done. You basically are rewarded for debasing yourself. They want you to debase yourself. And what determines if someone is a woman? If they have a vagina. Um, and then another person responded, I know I'm just going through things like this and it's not typically how I'll do a podcast, but there was a lot of stuff this week that I wanted to go through and I, and I want to be kind of thorough about it. This person wrote back, I mean, that trans woman, unfortunately, I don't know her name is beautiful. Yeah. Through a ton of plastic surgery. Okay. Uh, and the 50s was also full of miserable women trapped in marriages they didn't want due to lack of economic freedom, hence why women of that time rose up to fight for the second wave feminism, not this simple. Okay, there's two things wrong with what you said. First of all, if you look at actual statistics, women are at their most miserable right now, in this day and age, right now, and they're the most free. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be free, uh, but this is this is all completely false. They were happier with a more traditional lifestyle than they are now. By the way, also, if you look at who started the fe- the, the feminist movement, it wasn't women. It was men. And it was men who wanted you guys to act this way and are taking advantage of you. I mean, it's kind of like the, the app uh, Bumble, where they have the woman make the first move. And, by, and they're saying it's giving them the power to choose or them the power to start the conversation uh, no, you're making it easier for men. And you're making it easier for men to take advantage of you. Uh, again, whatever everyone's preaching, it's the opposite. For anything, it's the opposite. Um, and then I got a few other people saying that tra- trans woman he chose is gorgeous. Let's be fair. The trans woman you use is actually hella stunning. Way to make yourself look like a clown. Um, again... Those are your opinions, but that's a dude. Sorry, guys. I chose one that would be hella stunning on purpose. <laughs> um, don't have babies. Don't act like a woman. Don't act like don't act like a man. 
Um, everything is about identity politics. Don't have a, a tie to your your uh, country anymore. And uh, and yeah, that's what they want. Before I, I before I start reading some questions, um, I want to. Before I, I want to talk about just two more things before I get to the questions. Um, one thing is being mean online is is better than being nice. And what I mean by that is a friend of mine on Instagram posted a picture of a really, really, really obese person and uh, on on Instagram. And my instinct was to make fun of this obese person because I'm an asshole. But But that's okay. I think more people should be mean. And the reason is, is because this person is like really, really, really obese. We used to make, we used to, we used to shame women for being too skinny uh, in the early 2000s when, when bulimia and, and anorexia was a thing. It's not a thing anymore because everyone is, uh, is obese. Look at the fat movie. Look at the fat movie. Look at the, the fat kid in the movies from the 80s and 90s. They would be really skinny today. They would be considered skinny today. But I'm going to read you some of the comments of this really obese person. Um, and then and then because I have no shame, I will read what I wrote. And my comments got deleted twice. As they should be. I mean, protect... I mean, look, you, you're, you're putting yourself out there, fat lady, obese lady. So feel free to delete what I say and report me. Do, you know, do what you have to do. But don't pretend like you're pretty, which is what, what, what's wrong with this. Is, uh, is everyone's pretending. And it, because they're nice. Everyone's nice. Everyone has to be nice with each other. And um, so the comments were for this really fat lady, obese lady, was uh, the juxtaposition of the pants and the hay is so inspired. Absolutely love this photo. Uh, you're beautiful. What edit is this? Nice looking. Nice looking sister. I don't, I don't know. Yes, heart. I don't know what this word is, but another heart. Um... I really love all your posts. You're a queen. Also, your editing is bomb. And then my response was, uh, is no one going to talk about the elephant in the room? That wasn't my best one, by the way. M my best one was the one I wrote before that, which was um, which got deleted. So then I you know, retaliated by writing that thing, which was mean. I know it's mean. I know it's mean. But we, we have to stop kidding ourselves, and we have to stop... Uh, this person is going to die. This fat person is going to die in the next five years. I mean, this is not just a, this is like a really, really, really obese person. Not a good idea to take a picture in hay also. I mean, that, that kind of, you know, kind of, I kind of start thinking about, you know, petting zoos or something. My, my, uh, my first my first mean comment was how many people are you? I mean like I, I so look it's funny to me but uh I know I'm no I know I know it's wrong and I know it's mean but we need to fat shame more people because this fat movement is going to kill millions of people. We need to shame people. This whole no judging thing is unacceptable. We need to judge people. And we need to stop pretending like really obese people are pretty. They're not. They're sick. And we're encouraging it because it's, it's a big joke to us. It's kind of like the mean girls in, in movies 
back in the day, not not now, where um, sometimes they would be really nice and passive aggressive to, to to the nerd, and the nerd would feel really happy, and then when the nerd walked away, they would kind of talk behind that nerd's back and be and, and and you know talk shit, and then the nerd would find out, and then she would make herself look better, and then she wins in the end. It's so it's good she found out. We need more people finding out that being obese is bad. Um, or 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 you could say just fuck you to me, and that's it. Like, what what does it matter to me? I'm just I'm just telling you. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, actually, there was another thing I wanted to talk about. You know how before I was talking about how men aren't men anymore, how they're really pushing this narrative where they don't want men to. Uh, be masculine anymore. They don't want them to to stand up for what they believe in anymore or fight for for what they believe in. Um, I was out with uh, I met up with two of my friends, dudes in their thirties, mid to late thirties, over the weekend, and I love them. And and you know what? One of them, they they both might be listening to this or or not. I'm not gonna talk shit because, I mean, I mentioned to this I mentioned this to them face to face on Sunday when we were finishing up uh, breakfast. One of them, one of them brought up Funko Pops. I don't know what that is, so I asked, "What is that?" And they're like, "Oh, it's these like these uh like vinyl toys you collect, and they make them for everything, like Star Wars or Seinfeld or you know anything in pop culture. They they make these little toys, and they collect them. And they 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 showed me pictures of all of the ones they have. And then it also because it's within the the app, the Funko Pop app, it shows um how much all of them are worth combined, which really means how much they spent on these toys, men in their 30s, in their late mid to late 30s. And because it's collecting, like, you know, collecting shit is cool. I agree. I mean, I collect collect guns or books or whatever, uh, but not Funko Pops. And I made fun of them for this. I said, this is not what men should do. One of them showed me his collection and it said he spent almost a thousand dollars. I'm like, dude, you spent almost a thousand dollars on toys and he just he, he justified it by saying that's not even a day's uh a day's uh pay for me. Like it's nothing to me. That y- y- you know you you are justifying buying toys because you can afford it. I'm not I'm I wasn't making fun of you because you could afford it. I was making fun of you because you're an adult who has a kid now and is married and you collect toys. Um, it's, 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 it's a distraction. And I think that it's a distraction. I think that, um, it's in vogue right now to not really pay attention to culture and politics or anything like that. Anything that really has, uh, um, a direct impact of your, in your life. Uh, it's, it's, it, unless you go with whatever the, the, the slogan is of the week, you're not supposed to really look into it any deeper than that. You're supposed to consume uh, pop culture. You're supposed to buy toys. You're supposed to, like, consume what they want you to consume and watch as much as they want you to watch so you don't really think for yourself. They don't want you thinking for yourself because that's how you're powerful. Um, but it's, it's, it's a real, real problem. And and I really hope it's just because I live in Los Angeles that that this is uh I I really hope the rest of the country isn't like this. I really hope that my um contact with humanity is uh is just heavily skewed and wrong. 
but before I get to the questions, I'm going to read this thread I found on on um, Twitter today because it, it, it's pretty eloquent and, and I think interesting. And um, it, it it's definitely the total opposite of what my guest last week, Rukka Rukka Ali, believes. And um, this would be an interesting thing to talk about with him. I should have him as a guest on again. When I have my show, when I have my proper show, I'll have him as a guest on today uh, again. The, I'm in a transition phase. The Sad Water podcast is going to become something else pretty soon. But um, I'm going to read these tweets I literally found right before I started recording this podcast. Um, and it's a writer at Breitbart, I think. So he, he it, it's like... 16 tweets it's a big thread so i'm gonna maybe just read the first first six or so and if you want the the thread the link to the thread then hit me up on on um twitter josh lakash on twitter um applied constructively nationalism is the only antidote for tribalism people organically gather into clans and clans into tribes the only identity they will naturally accept above the tribe is the nation. This is clearly understood by people who want to divide us into tribes and keep us at war with each other for their political gain. They do everything they can to make our national identity seem repellent so so that we will remain broken into tribal groups. This is the this is their paramount objective reflected in everything they do from mauling the education system and popular culture to impugn the American national identity to playing games and uh, playing playing games with language and teaching people to adopt hyphenated identities. And then he goes on. The hyphenate the hyphen is very, very obviously a little crowbar used to bludgeon our common national identity and peel us apart. It's no coincidence that after American, uh, it's no coincidence that. American goes after the hyphen, after whatever other identity people are taught to embrace. We are taught to lead with whatever divides us. The constant, the constant lunatic changes made to our language are also an instrument of tribal division. We are made to feel confused and afraid of speaking to others. We can, we can speak comfor- comfortably, comfortably, and clearly only within our own like-minded group political correctness destroys any hope of a common national culture we don't feel any sense of belonging with people who are made to seem alien and fragile liable to take furious offense at slightest verbal error we are taught not to be honest with each other grievance culture splits us clearly into competing tribes and pits us against each other to grab the spoils individual Competition is one of the most constructive forces known to man. Tribal competition is bitter and dangerous. Hey, I'm maybe I'll just keep reading this thread. It's it's pretty good. Pretty pretty good. One second. All these techniques are deliberately de- uh, deployed to prevent the development of a common national identity. We have been aggressively conditioned to think Amer- uh, to not think American when we look at each other, we are explicitly told that developing our national identity is evil. Globalism is no antidote for tribalism. On the contrary, it makes people 
more likely to clump into tribal view uh, tri- uh, into tribes and view each other with suspicion sometimes with good reason globalism is not a higher nobler identity that can replace the tribal it is the antithesis of identity a citizen of the world is a citizen of nothing that might sound lib- uh, liberating to the shallow and pretentious but the problem is that a citizen of nothing is sovereign of nothing the state feels a the state uh, no state feels a duty to respect your rights or defend your interests the stateless are powerless okay you get it i don't feel like reading the rest uh let me know if you want that um thread it's pretty interesting um but there is an there is a real reason why the division is strong and it's getting stronger and why they put us against they pit us against each other and they're doing it with with every tool they have within academia within media within entertainment within um tech i mean just look at what twitter is people only pay attention to what they want to pay attention to what they like paying attention to they're not really cross-pollinating that is uh that is my whole spiel for today i'm gonna get to questions and then and then that's it and then we're done um if people chose if people choose to smoke and know the consequences of smoking should we tell them otherwise it's their choice it's their choice survival of the fittest this goes with other things such as suicide and diabetes etc uh i don't know if that makes sense or not um yeah that's kind of a all over the place question i i mean i'm all for survival of the fittest i think if we if we know something like if we know smoking is bad there should be education i don't think there should be laws against these things uh but that doesn't mean i I think we should encourage bad things um like uh like i think all i think the drug war is a huge mistake i think every drug should be legal legalized that doesn't mean i think we should encourage people to do drugs um and then it's a cop out when people are like oh well we can tax it and whatever oh okay so more taxes great basically i mean we're, we're we are rewarding the government through our vices i think that's wrong um also i mean again suicide people are going to commit suicide i don't think we should encourage people to do it <laughs> but yeah i mean and with diabetes again i mean it kind of goes back to the thing i was saying with the fat girl before we shouldn't encourage people to be being fat we shouldn't encourage them to uh live unhealthy lifestyles i mean we know it is known that obesity is dangerous and leads to death i mean we know these things and it should be encouraged that's not to say that there should be a law against people being fat or or uh like a soda tax or or something like that like we shouldn't we just shouldn't encourage these things but for the sake of not offending people, we're we're encouraging people to be fat. So, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's not. This is not really something I really think about a lot. But we, like, we shouldn't. I mean, it's so weird that we've banned smoking from everywhere. I get it, not being in an airplane in restaurants, but you know, the secondhand smoke thing is kind of bullshit. I'll, I'll give I'll give you that. Um, have you noticed yourself change since you created Sadwater? Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, I was kind of uh, 
censoring myself because I was trying to pitch this as a company. I mean, look, I was always trying to fight corporate corporate culture and woke capitalism, but um, I I still was censoring myself a little bit. Now I really just don't give a shit. I mean, if you if you listen to the first few podcasts as opposed to my last five, you definitely see a change. But it's not like I changed as a person. I was pretty. I've been pretty consistent in my personal life with my my beliefs. Um, I always tweak things and change things here and there because I'm not fully married to my belief system. And I was definitely way more open-minded about social things when I was younger. Not so much anymore. And I'm not afraid to admit that. But um, since I started Sadwater like a year and a half ago, I really just don't care anymore. And uh, I mean, you know, I don't hide my my political beliefs. I don't I don't hide any of that. I think we should be a little bit more outspoken if you're going against the grain, if you're going against what is being uh, preached and uh, you feel it in your bones that it's the wrong direction, that we should stick to traditional values and, and um, we should go back to the basics, then, you know, don't censor yourself. I mean, I'm done. I don't, I don't care anymore. There's a reason why I say things that shouldn't be said uh, and more people should be doing it. Uh, (laughs) Someone commented indigenous losers day, very sad. That is a reference to my post yesterday that almost got me banned. I agree with you. They lost. Um, Antifa guy hit and killed in Portland. Don't really know about that. All I can tell you is that that whoever is Antifa is as much as a victim as um, the people Antifa attacks. And I mean, what I mean by that is they have bought into this ideology that is very, very, very dangerous and... Um, regressive and uh you can end up dead like that and that's just because that person felt they should be aligned with a uh, um, domestic terrorist group that is antifa why are people so sensitive how did egalitarianism become normal pretty much have gone through that this podcast if you feel like i need to elaborate on that ask me again next week i don't feel like repeat i feel like i just feel like i'll repeat myself um, what will you do if your account gets shut down? Look, I don't care if my account gets shut down as much as I I would have cared months ago. Um, I am doing something regardless. I'm making a new company, which I will reveal very soon, a new media company and a new channel and a new uh, format for the podcast. It will also be a, a vidcast. And the only reason why I would care a little bit is because, I, I mean, I did put a lot of love and care and even money into Sadwater as a brand and the the Instagram stuff. Uh, and also, I, I, I would use it as a way to funnel people into my new thing because it has a big audience. Other than that, I mean, my life would be fine. All right, the last few questions are of Sadcast episode 66. I think it's 66. Uh, why is Instagram gay? And then in parentheses, real question. And then will government ever, will the government ever force social media platforms to ensure free speech? Um, Instagram is gay because it is, uh, Again, these companies feel more aligned to uh, China's belief system than than the United States. And I think that that's a problem. And I think that's where this whole problem of woke capitalism has gone to. It's more about suppression of speech and more about silencing 
individuals' beliefs than than um, being virtuous. It's all virtue signaling. Um, whether the government gets involved with this or not, I don't know. I, I kind of don't think so. I think that there more than anything, there has to be a big cultural shift and a big pushback. And it's the only way to defeat the likes of Hollywood, the NBA, uh, the tech companies, the acad- uh, uh, the acad- uh, academic institutions, and uh, even the political system. There, there needs to be grassroots pushback. I think more than anything, that's the way to do it. I don't, I don't know if regulation will help. I definitely don't think that the government should break up these companies because they're so-called monopolies. But um, at the same time, I think it's a big problem when they all collude with each other. It's not even a problem with the individual company. It's a problem when they all collude, when like four or five conglomerates collude with each other to um, collectively silence and ban either an individual or a new company from being in the app store. I mean, there needs to be something. And I don't I honestly I don't know what it is. I always think the government fucks everything up and I don't think that they're really capable of policing that. But um people need to be a little bit more aware of what's happening and then there there needs to be pushback. Um and we we really need to start embracing America again. And that transcends politics, regardless of whatever affiliate uh, party you're affiliated with. Uh, there needs to be uh, cohesion, a national identity, something that we all can, you know, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? Something that we should all preserve. I mean, we should all preserve it. And and really, like, they, they're doing their best to dismantle it. They're doing their best to dismantle uh, everything that this country was founded on. So I don't I don't know what the real answer is, but I know that 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 it's the situation we're in is is severely wrong, and it's in the wrong direction. And with that, I say that is Sadcast episode sixty six. I am Sadwater. Here's a song I love you by.